Hey, what are you guys doing? Hey, do you know what kind of train this is? Hey, I want to see Santa. Hey, howdy, hey, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Mike's Monday Jams, the official podcast of music appreciators everywhere. Today we're going to be talking about Elf's Lament by the band Bare Naked Ladies, featuring Mr. Buble himself, Michael Buble. Let's get it. Make some noise, use your imagination. Girls and boys, before you wish for what you wish for, there's a list for who's been naughty or nice, but consider the price to an end. Well, 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 we've got the Monday Jam for Monday, December 25th, <gasps> 2023. It's Christmas. Merry Christmas. We've got... Merry Christmas. Oh, I like your little jingle. Thanks. You going to release your own Christmas album? Not yet. Okay. It's it's in the works. Maybe that's a, a little spoiler for what's ahead. Um, as always, you've got EC and MC here, but for the first time ever, we've got a very special guest. We're talking about Miss Allison Coons. Woohoo, woohoo! Super happy to be here on the Christmas episode of Mike's Money Jams. Thank you for having me. Very excited to be part of the podcast. Big time fan of the podcast. Huge um, fan. Huge fan. Again, in, in contention for, for number one. Mm-hmm. Well, I am number one. I'm your number one fan. That's, Always. That's the declaration. You heard, you heard it here Mom first. Mom says, suck it, Tori. Suck I didn't it. say that. I'm just, it's just a fact. <laughs> and uh, our, our four-legged friend, if you if you hear her yeah. in the mix, she, she, <laughs> she wants to be a part of it as, as well, so... You know, say hi to Miss Roxy. But Our old gal here. Um, the Christmas episode, y'all thought, you know, oh, Mike's Monday Jams, you know, probably going to take a week off. Nope. We we work overtime here. We work holidays. We put in the work. And we put, we put in, in hours, hours. And, and we, we take, take what's what ours. is ours. Put in the work, put in the hours, and take what's ours. So, um, okay. I know you were... <laughs> Just so excited and looking for a Christmas episode this morning are, are listening. Yeah, like, what else could I possibly do on Christmas Day but listen to Mike's Monday Jams? Right. It's so your Christmas gift to them. Right. Yes. We're, we're here to deliver. You know, call us Santa. So here we are. Um, but, yeah, we're talking about Elf's Lament. Um, a, what a jam. What a jam indeed. Um, a little bit more of an under-the-radar Christmas song. Undercover Bop. An undercover, that is a shame, people. Undercover what a bop. shame. Indeed. Um, I did not know this song before knowing y'all. Um, I had no, <laughs> no idea that the Bare Naked Ladies even released a Christmas album. A full-on Christmas album. Yes. It's got, well, it's got some Hanukkah songs, too. It sure does. Yeah. Um, it's it a is, holiday album. Yes. Entitled Bare Naked for the Holidays. Came out in 2004. Quite the visual. Yes, yep. bare naked for the holidays. Mm-hmm. I, I hope that our listeners are not bare naked <laughs> for the holidays. Um, if as they want to be, I mean, if so unless you want to be, I, I suppose so. Um, this was the first bare naked ladies album to not feature a naked track, a track in which they recorded bare naked. So how about that? Is that true? That's what the Wikipedia said. I didn't know that. <laughs> so Might I, not have needed to know that. Yeah, okay. I mean, I you know a, they they can do whatever they as want, a but huge. B&L fan. I didn't even know that. So apparently I must not be as big of a fan as I think I am. How about that? Um, so, but no, it's a little bit more of under the radar. Um, it's it's a fun tune. Um, it, it talks about the the hypothetical scenario in which the elves strike back against, mm-hmm. against the fat man. Um, as a side, I always love it when Christmas songs call the 
that Santa the Fat Man is it's a, it's a good yeah. little. He is the Fat Man. Good little, good little nickname for the the jolly fella. Um, but take I, him to the bargaining table. Exactly. Gonna unionize. Which is an interesting hypothetical because I think as an elf, I mean, you're pretty much born into the whole toy making thing. Your your career is pretty much decided for yeah. you. It feels as if you know other careers in the North Pole are one few and far between, and you probably got to be on the inside. To yeah, to get... become a dentist. Right. I was about to say. Yeah, if you might if... want to become a dentist, and then you know people just look at you sideways. Exactly. And just be real jerks, but then they're all jerks up in the North Pole. They're all so mean, and, like, and Rudolph the Santa is so Lord mean. Lord have mercy. But so you know maybe this. He's too skinny. He's not fat. Yeah. No. Exactly. He's a little skinny butt munch. Right. So, it, you know, you almost feel bad for, for the elves because it's like, oh, your your career's kind of decided for you. You yeah. know, there's there's so much of a demand to, to meet every single year, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. It's going to so. throw this stuff away. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think this song produces an interesting hypothetical, but also um, great harmonies, um, great mixture of, of vocals from... Yeah. Um, the Bare Naked Ladies and um, Mr. Buble. Merry uh, Christmas, Mr. Buble. <laughs> which um, I do feel is safe in saying that he is like the Mr. Christmas of, of our, our time. Um, you know, Isn't you, his Christmas album like the best? I think it is the number one yeah. selling like Christmas selling album of all time. Yeah, yeah. which is crazy because you think about Christmas albums of the Rat Pack age have oh, been out gosh. much longer than Michael Bublé. And that's basically just what he's ripping on. Yeah, yeah. yeah Harry just... did it 20 years before him. But, yeah, you know, he's just another crooner. Thing. Yeah. And I mean, not not to not no, to we knock love the Bublé and all the crooners because that's, yes, yeah, Those, that's my jam. I don't think there's a crooner that I'm not a fan of or actively against it's hard to any crooners right it's hard to Pat Boone. you may be yeah. okay <laughs> <laughs> how about that um you know there's a first time for everything i suppose um but yeah a little bit more of uh, on the undercover so if you haven't heard this one I, I don't think that will come as a surprise to us um but it is it is jolly it's funny yeah um very funny it's uh a, again they're a, known for funny so yeah like, an interesting yeah. hypothetical to think about in in my eyes, y'all are like the biggest fans of the Bare Naked Ladies. I remember like when we <laughs> first started dating in high school, and like you were going around the block with some of the deep tracks, yeah. playing like playing in the car, and I was like, oh, like she's yeah. a big Bare Naked Ladies. We love the Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. Um, what what was the origin story of y'all's fandom with the the Bare Naked Ladies? Well, mine was that they played it in the car. I, her origin story is that I was a fan of the Bare Naked Ladies. Um, they, I guess, I guess they started somewhere when I was in college because I distinctly remember when I was like, I, I worked for a brokerage firm back then. I was intern, and one of the girls that that worked there, she came to work one day talking about going to see this awesome band, <laughs> the Bare Naked Ladies. And at the time, I was like, that is odd. <laughs> And I didn't really start listening to them even then until, you know, a couple of years later. But they're up there in the in in the upper echelon of awesome nineties bands. Started with them and then later in the in the nineties with, with the Matchbox Twenty. They're they are Pop that box. era for they me. Please the mums. Yes, they please the mums. You love the mums. They pleased me back when I was not a mum. <laughs> and pre mum days. Pre-mum. And I just I loved them. I just thought they were fantastic and Played my 
Naked ladies in the car all the time. Mm-hmm. So Emma, Emma grew up hearing it, and mm-hmm. she, yeah, the, with many of the things that Emma talks about, <laughs> I, I was kind of influential in some of her musical tastes. <laughs> yeah, well, which I is okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they're they're quite funny as well. Yeah. Um, everybody on this podcast today has seen them live, which is pretty cool. Um, and when you go see them live, it's like you know obviously concert but also like part comedy show because Very they, funny. they they have a, a way with the crowds in which um no other act i feel like i've seen has done something similar so. very high energy very yeah it's like they are a comedy act almost goofy silly they also did a children's album they that sure did. we yes. had years ago when we we did we buy that in florida I remember listening to it in Florida a lot. So yeah. I, I remember thinking that it was a funny ra- radio station they only had in Florida. <laughs> and I was like, I, think oh, I, wish they, I wish we could play this at home. And then you were like, it's a CD. It's a CD, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. Yes, no, super fun children's album. Like they just, yeah, all the things. They've, they've had quite the career. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Storied they, career. And they're mm-hmm. still going. Is the yep. coked out guy on no. this song? Yes. I, he, yeah, I mean, it came out in 2004. Yes, so I do okay. think it was yeah. the original outfit of the band okay, yeah. for, for this, um, for Bare Naked for the Holidays. Before he was um, expelled from the band. Expelled indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, but also got a shout out Canada for this one. I mean, Shouts this, out Canada! This is a, a Canada Supreme with yes. you know, oh, yeah. Michael Bublé and. Very Canadian. And uh, the Bare Naked Ladies. And anytime, like, features happen, I always wonder, like, who approached who, you know? Like, I feel like they're just friends. They they could very well yeah. be. I mean, like, yeah. they well, they started in sort of a similar era. I mean, Buble a little bit later than them, but I, I feel like they have to just be friends. Yeah. Because everybody mean, in Canada knows each other, right? Exactly, yeah. For sure. Yeah, there's That's not that many of yeah. them. Yeah. I've, I haven't been. I mean, I, I couldn't Fun comment, fact. But. Did you guys know that Michael Buble has an entire hockey rink in his basement? Wow. Big hockey fan, eh? Yes. He's a whole, like, regulation hockey rink. He's all about it. He's all about it. Yeah. Going to Tim Puts on his toque, goes in his basement. <laughs> great. I mean, I, I don't want to tune up for another special O Canada here, but I mean, oh, that would be the perfect oh, for this. O Canada. Yeah, okay, that can She's sell. going. Yeah, she's going. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I mean, Canada Supreme, and it does feel like the Bare Naked Ladies got Buble at a really good time because yeah. 2004 obviously wasn't the, the superstar um, he is now, especially in the Christmas scene. So they really When got did a, his Christmas album come out? Like 2011, 2012, maybe? Oh, it was later than this. Yeah, yeah no, it was it was post. Oh. I never pre- thought about the timeline of it all. Yeah. I mean, maybe they jump started his <gasps> Christmas career. Oh maybe my god, did. this song led to Cold December Night. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what goodness. a banger. Well, yeah. I would not call that song a banger. It is. I would call I'm that song to it. A delightful. Delightful. Are you moshing to Cold December? I mean, absolutely, not, bro. It's not a banger. It's a great song. It's so good. But yes, it came out in 2011. Oh so wow! He had... I never. I would like. I would have never thought about it that deeply to like realize that this came out before Michael. Well, Boy's that's why Christmas you do this podcast. Yeah, sure. that's why we have Mike to tell us. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we talked about it. Like what, a couple weeks ago, or a week, week ago's episode, but it's so hard to contribute to the, the the collection, yes. the, the catalog of, of Christmas. Of Christmas, yes, but, indeed. I mean, Michael Bublé, like you know, talk about somebody who contributed. Yes. And yes. to add something successful and new. I mean, of yeah. course, he also is recycling all of the all of the Christmas crooner classics, which are the best. Right. 
But he does an excellent job. I mean, Harry Connick had also done an excellent job mm -hmm. several decades earlier. Lots of guys doing the same thing. But then to contribute, as you say, Cold December Night, which is mm, own, not so banger, good. but a great song, to add to that, you know, the the stratosphere of excellent Christmas songs. And but also not, this song. That. Why yes. not mm -hmm. add a funny jingle about elves conducting yes. a strike against the yes. big man, you know? Unionizing. Yeah. Yes. Making toys on garnished wages. Um, they so, seem really unhappy. Yeah. They're pretty just, pissed. Like, are they starving? I'm going, dang, I would, Santa, I would hate to be on the receiving master. end of this song, of this no. lament. I would not want to be on the receiving no. end. No, it does seem like I the mean, elves... they're talking about doping? Good yeah. gracious. Yeah, these elves seem like the elves in Rudolph. They are. I mean, where's um, Hermie? Yeah, no, but... They but, all just need to dress up in Rankin-Bass costumes and sing this song. It'd be great. Or maybe the elves that are upset like, um, like Wayne in Prep and Landing. But then you see some Wayne elves. He's That's mad because he didn't get his promotion. Yeah. Also, he, for people who have not, uh, uh, adding to the pantheon of Christmas things, not a song, but Prep and Landing, both the original and the sequel, excellent modern-day Christmas specials. Love them. Super absolutely. fun. Without a doubt. They're, they're definitely regulars every year and multiple times at that as well. Yeah, when y'all talked about Nat King Cole a couple of weeks ago, that's what I, mean, I always Christmas think song about. immediately. Oh, yeah. The opening of Prep right and Landing. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is that is my favorite Christmas song, the, the Nat King Cole mm -hmm. Christmas song. Um, but it has already been a Monday jam um, many <laughs> years back at this time. Um, but no, it, it's it's a funny funny song to listen to. It it adds to the the Christmas repertoire. Um, I, it's not like one of those like standards, but I think it's like something to just kind of throw in the playlist that'll make people laugh. And folks um, should know. And folks yeah, should know. know. Yeah. It, it definitely does not have the attention that it deserves. Like no. you're not hearing it when you go Christmas shopping in Target. You're not going to hear no, it. No. Did they ever play it on Holly? I was about to say, I don't even think they play it on Holly. Yeah. It's, it's under the radar. It's hipster. Okay. It's, yeah. it's not, uh, not in the mainstream, but, uh, definitely worth listening to, um, and definitely worth giggling about. So super fun but in the air in the spirit of christmas what are what are some of y'all's favorite christmas songs besides elf's lament besides course. elf's lament um well i mean i've already talked about it on the podcast but i do really love cold december night yeah it it's it's so good i sometimes will throw it on in, in the middle of the year you do <clears throat> on you occasion do. um other christmas songs i really enjoy like a classic christmas song um uh, maybe an odd pick, but specifically um, the Brian Setcher Orchestra version yes. of the Nutcracker Suite. It's so good. Yeah, Brian Setcher Christmas so good. It's seven minutes long. Um, because it's the whole Nutcracker Suite, but it's it's really good. So that's probably one of my favorites to listen to. Well, you, um, we used to go when Brian Setzer's group would have a Christmas show. I don't even know how many years in a row we did that. So many. So many. They haven't done it since twenty twenty no, they, they or twenty nineteen though. Yeah, the year before. The year before everything changed. Yeah, I yeah, wonder no. why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What happened there? That used to be our. Oh, it was always the first weekend in December, either the second or the third. So it was always mm -hmm. a Sunday night, and we would go. Uh, we started going when they would play Tunica, and then Dad and I would go. And then when you got a little bit older, and we'd pick your brother, and we'd go up to the 
got to see them at the Ryman, and like that was our opening of Christmas. Yes, every year it was just absolutely delightful. Oh, it was unreal. It was like always perfectly timed. Made it snow in the yeah. The snow bubbles would come out. Yeah, awesome. Oh, something's happening. It's fine. Okay. All right. Minor technical interesting thing. Anyway, so yeah, so we would go up there, and that was that was how our Christmas season would open. So anything from Seth Searle, his Louis Prima covers, and <laughs> I don't know, did he do Shake Hands with Santa Claus? I he don't, might have. I don't I know. I don't think that's don't on know. any I, of our I albums. I think yeah. so. I've I don't only... think I've ever heard Brian Setzer utter the words congeal. He should. I just don't. There's a first time for everything. How about yeah. you? Yeah. Know? So, but no, we love Brian Setzer, and I mean, I. I, I love Christmas music. I think that's why they asked me to be on the podcast today. Um, we're also home, you know. If we're we, home, yeah. You could I'm be so on glad the podcast more if you wanted. Yeah, we can phone you in. Oh, yeah. I'm, I don't have insight on as much as I do. Like maybe some Christmas music, a little bit of country here and there. The rest of the stuff, you gotta you got to talk to the other guy that lives here. But, no, I do love Christmas music, and I try, and I fail every year to do it every day because I think I forgot yesterday. Oh, but once uh, Thanksgiving rolls around, uh, we have a, in our group chat, I try to send a Christmas song every day. You do. It is a fun tradition yes. that I do look forward to every year. Mm-hmm. It's, Aww, you know, it's, like, it's almost like that. a little advent of yes. yeah. calendar of Christmas songs. And most of the time, they're ridiculous. Like, occasionally, we'll, pull, we'll throw in a real one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not that they're not all real, but, I mean, we start with this year with what, Bob and Doug McKenzie's 12 Days of Christmas, mm-hmm. another Canadian banger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, love that. So no, I mean it's it's like any advent calendar. Sometimes you're gonna yeah. get some stuff that's like super goofy, or some of you're just like, oh, what the hell? I, lo- I love the goofy though. Oh the yeah, for sure. My... Goofy and creamers, those are those are my things. Yeah, that that's and this yeah. involved an elf cement is a combo. Yes, <laughs> of all of the above, maybe that's but, why we love. But your like favorite like crass, classic Christmas, not crass. <laughs> well, we got that too. <laughs> classic <laughs> Christmas song is. Um, do you hear what I hear by Bing? Specifically, right? Bing Crosby's version of no. "Do you hear I, Do you hear what I hear? I can't speak English today." Do you hear what I hear? Do you hear what I hear? A song, a song, high above the tree, with a voice as big as the sea, with a voice as big as the sea. Yes, no, absolutely beautiful. I love Bing Crosby. People can say what they want about him as an individual human. Bing, mean, bang, bang, boom. boom. Bing, bang, boom. <laughs> <laughs> he can throw oranges and a piano at me any day. <laughs> That's, yeah, I White Christmas is my hands-down favorite Christmas movie. I'm not even sure how many times I've already watched it this year. <laughs> but watched it I don't want to watch Holiday Inn, but I love White Christmas. So, But no. Bing Crosby, absolutely, just, just the best. Um, that is my that is my favorite classic Christmas song. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, anything, also anything, you know, Frank Sinatra, everybody's favorite drunk Dean Martin. Yeah. He has his own special way of you know singing Marshmallow World. I love it. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, so Elvis, Elvis, yeah. Well, granted, we live in Memphis, so everything. Oh yeah, we've got Elvis, a yeah. got a got a salute to the king. You know? Right. Right. Good stuff. Um, I always think it's interesting when thinking about Christmas music, especially like the recording of it and the, like the timing, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's not like they're recording it during the Christmas season. Like that is true. This album, Bare Naked for mm-hmm. the Holidays, was recorded in May, and so it's like 
you know the, how do you get festive yeah how you do you know? how do you get in the mood you know how do you authenticate the experience of recording the Christmas tunes, you know. And, do they decorate the, the studio? Yeah, with garlands and lights and things. Do and, they you know, turn bring the AC tree? down yeah. full on? To, you know, forty degrees, what yeah. have you? Um, but I always like to think about it from that frame of mind. Like, yeah, we're listening to it in, during the holiday season, but it definitely was not recorded during that time. Very true. So. I've always thought about the television specials. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, not so much anymore, but you used to have a ton of just like Christmas holiday specials that would come out, both, you know, recording artists and the holiday shows. I'm like, well, they, they did not do any of this anywhere near the holidays. They had to <laughs> no, have done this months not. and months ago. So like where they sit in on stage and when it's 85 degrees in June singing Christmas tunes, <laughs> probably. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, again, just another interesting thing to think about at this time of year. Um, but Emma, what has been your everyday jam for last one of December? Well, I guess I'll say that it is, um, it is the Nutcracker Suite, yeah. um, by Brian Setzer Orchestra, because I talked about that being one of my favorite Christmas songs, um, but very, very good, um, and a great seven minutes. <laughs> seven minutes indeed a a bit of a christmas epic if you will um but allison being our first guest on the podcast what is a song you want others to listen to right now what's something you've been bumping a lot per se christmas and hollis by run dmc christmas and hollis (laughs) great great choice it's christmas time in hollis queens mom's cooking chicken and collard greens rice and stuffing macaroni and cheese and Santa put gifts under Christmas trees. Decorate the house with lights at night. Snow's on the ground, snow white so bright. In the fireplace is the Yule log. Beneath the mistletoe as we drink eggnog. Yeah, oh, it's absolutely fantastic. And one of and one of the things that quintessentially makes Die Hard a Christmas movie. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Mm-hmm. Um, there's many many um points to point for mm-hmm. Die Hard being a Christmas movie. And I will say the original Very Merry Christmas album that that is on it's it was also released on another Christmas album at the same time that I'm not as familiar with, but I'm definitely familiar with the nineteen eighty seven first edition, Very Merry Christmas. But very it's a very it's very Merry Christmas, I think. Very special Christmas. Sorry, yes, because that particular album was um and that whole series of albums were released in support of uh, Special Olympics. Oh. And uh so yeah, so I had I was third nineteen eighty seven, I was thirteen years old and that has some jams on it. Yeah. It also has, I mean, some some not so great songs on it too. <laughs> but um, you got Sting, you've got Run DMC, you've got Bob Seger, you've got Wham, you've got all kinds of awesomeness on that original album, and it was that was a moment. That was a moment. <laughs> a in moment Christmas in Christmas time, nineteen eighty seven, when that came out. Lovely. That does sound like a moment. It does. It was. Um, it's also interesting to think about Christmas music wise, like. You know, sometimes you have artists that's like, why'd you release that? Why, why'd you go to <laughs> You didn't need to Absolutely. release a Christmas album. I and mean, I'm sure they're under, like, pressures of record companies and managers and things like that. But, yeah, there's just some things that's like, yeah, maybe Maybe not. you didn't need to yeah, do that. That can be taken down from the, mm-hmm. from the collection of your discography, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, that is what it is. Major minor chords for this week, this week of Christmas. What do y'all have? Um, my major chord is that we're home for Christmas. Woo-hoo! We are home for the holidays. Very nice. Um, we're here for Christmas, and um, we're all together, which is lovely. 
Um, my minor chord is that we decorated cookies today, which was super fun, but we did a lot of um, icing squeezing, and my <laughs> hand is going to hurt really bad. Probably. Mm-hmm. We decorated cookies for five and a half, six hours. Yeah. yeah. It was a good time. We had like 110 cookies. <laughs> we went hardcore. a lot of them. <laughs> but they all look great. They do look very cute. Duration-wise, how much would y'all say, on average, per cookie you spent, time-wise? I think it depends upon the cookie. It depends sure upon it the cookie. I think candy canes, thirty seconds. Yep. Yeah. Houses, ten minutes. Yeah. yeah some of them can be up collectively because up mm-hmm. you gotta like let, them go let it dry and everything. It is definitely my favorite Coons family Christmas tradition yearly. Cute. The, the the cookie day is always uh, a, a big big fun time. Cookie day is a special holiday. It sure is. Um, and you know it's it's fun to see everybody's. Artiste come out and uh, to throw in some laughs here and there. Yeah, we, unexpected we ones sometimes. Definitely had a couple of laughs this year that we will remember for many years. Yes. Um, but no, it's it's always a good time. So yeah. Yeah. Well, what's your major and minor chord? Mom? Well, my major chord is that y'all are home. Yeah. I mean, a thousand percent, y'all are I home. I was thinking about us like if she doesn't Chris, say that we're home, I know. I'm gonna be Gosh, she'd be, that would be the last episode she'd be a guest. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm not stupid. No, y'all are home, and that's wonderful. I'm very excited about that. My minor chord, I guess I would have to say, is more of a. Um, I hope it's not going to be a minor chord. My my dad is not feeling very well, oh, and so we're hoping that he is. Um, mm-hmm gonna be okay and not um not have to miss the christmas festivities because he is our he is our family santa claus and we can't we can't do christmas without him so he needs to be well he does resemble santa very maybe they'll maybe they'll pipe him up with a good shot i mean they need to just he's on his way to the doctor right now they just they need to pump him up with some some stuff some good good yeah give him some good good he just can't no uh -uh. he he needs to be well it's christmas time santa he'll santa will bring him wellness good health yes so not to bring the tidings of great joy yeah for sure um Mm. i'd say minor we had quite the day of travel yesterday to get here Um, and everything went great and fine but it was quite the arduous journey. Um, yeah. A lot, lot of things to rely upon to go well. Yeah. And somehow, thankfully. It did they, all go well, even though I was there. Well. Yeah. It usually doesn't go well for me. Y'all know about Emma's bad flight look. Jeez. <laughs> mm, she does have terrible luck on she, she sure does. Um, but major, yeah, I think it's obvious to say just being home for the holidays and taking some time off and spending some holly jolly good time with good people and having some good fun so yes it's all it's all an exciting time roxy um, is very excited you're home yeah she what's is. your major yeah. minor chord roxy woof 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 yeah only if she barks like that then you know maybe the, the ear piercing thing no we be don't so need bad. that um but to close this out with some honorable mentions for this week of christmas uh we will do you know not a really a, a fan of hot take. I'm not really a fan of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Not, not really. Not really. Unpopular opinion. Just, not a he's huge just fan. Icky. Yeah, Chevy Chase is like a certifiable <laughs> asshole, but eh. they're like in the also, movie and also in real life. Yeah, yes. no, they're also just like they, there's a lot of characters in that movie that have no redeemable qualities. I'm not a fan of many of those movies. I like yeah. Vegas Vacation because I think that the whole 
um, George Papadopoulos thing is hilarious. Yes. But like other than that, they're just that's never been my favorite franchise of movies. No, and I'm never watching it by choice every year no, around Christmas. No. It, if it's on, like sure, but I'm never. Not yeah, to yuck anybody's yum. We no. know people love that movie. If I'm you like, like it. It's a lot. You, you get Say, it. All right. Things Knock for Christmas, out. if you like it, I'm yucking it. I'm sorry. The so, Christmas Shoes song. Oh, no. That just needs yuck, to never be played ever yuck, again. Yuck. Yuck. No. 100% um, awful. I'm doing this to Mike. Live on the pod. The Polar Express <laughs> is creepy. I mean, it is creepy. <laughs> I, I don't acknowledge that it the isn't The Polar Express, Express is creepy. I just mainly like it for one the nostalgia but like it's a fun thing to think about like oh there's this magic train that'll take you to santa on christmas eve like that's pretty cool but do no it's do the, your impression of the kid the, the art style is is very creepy okay yes this is the um the, you know you know y'all know exactly what i'm talking about if you've seen the polar express but the kid in the yellow sweatshirt on the train with the glasses it's my impression of him hey what are you guys doing hey do you know what kind of train this is hey <laughs> I want to see Santa. So yeah, that's my impression of the the yellow sweatshirt. Kid. Annoying. The nerd. Um, but not to get sidetracked from the first honorable mention. Um, don't like the 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 movie Christmas Vacation, but love Holiday Road. By Holiday Road is a jam. Lindsay yeah. Buckingham. That is a bop. Number two on the honorable mention list, uh, we referenced it earlier in the episode, um, but Shake Hands with Santa Claus by <laughs> Louis Prima. If you want bananas, some great big bananas, shake hands with Santa Claus. Oh, I love you, I love you, and I'm going to bring bananas, pianos, and everything. If you do the dreaming, I'll do the scheming. Shake hands, shake hands, shake hands. Was Santa himself. Um, <laughs> if you've never heard that one, uh, he. So we were talking about this earlier. It definitely like isn't about anything. Like, <laughs> it is just a bunch of random mumbo jumbo. Well, I mean, it could be about something, but we're sure. just not real sure. Yeah. We're not sure what it is. <laughs> if you listen to it, you're like, man, what the? This guy cannot Ooh. stay on one topic. No. I'm shaking hands with Santa Claus, but he wants just, some bananas, yeah. some great big bananas. Whatever she wants. Confessing Shake love at the same time. I don't know. Um, but he does say that him and his hypothetical partner will go eat scongeal. Then we'd eat scongeal and fly back home. And fly back home. And you may be thinking to yourself at home, what the hell is scongeal? Um, like very many of us, um, it is some sort of Italian dish. Um, I think it has like shrimp or some sort of fish mm, in it. I have no I idea. I never had any scongeal. So go eat some scongeal and listen to Shake Hands with Santa Claus. Somehow my mother had never noticed this line in this song before, and we were talking about it earlier when we were doing cookies, and she's like, that's not real. What she was that? arguing, though. She's like, he doesn't yeah, say scongeal. He doesn't say scongeal. And we're like, oh, yes, he does. he does. Oh, he does. And so we had to, the whole house had to get quiet, and we had to listen to this song, and she went, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> so good stuff. Uh, last but not least, we've got a funny story with this one um, from your favorite drunk, uh, yeah. Silver Bells. Em, you oh, want to tell the story of oh, Silver no. Bells? Oh, <laughs> no. going to go here. My granddad, who is currently a little uh, ill. He's a little under the weather. Um, he, you know, likes to say weird things, as most grand- <laughs> granddads do. And For so sure. in Silver Bells, he likes to say, 
it's Christmas time, eat a booger. He has said this my entire life. <laughs> but so he won't acknowledge girl. it. Every he year he's like, I've never said that. I've never that. said that. And I'm like, okay. So you can't hear, unhear that. Every time you hear Silver Bells, yeah. make sure to eat let everyone know to eat a booger. <laughs> Silver Bells. Silver Bells. It's Christmas time. City. <laughs> he started this when I was a very young child, and like I said, he he refuses to acknowledge that he said that, but he says it all the time. So, um, okay. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Well, that'll do it for the first holiday episode of the Mike's Money Jam podcast. Um, if you are home for the holidays, great. Enjoy the time with family, friends, and reminiscing the the time off from work and all that good stuff r and r but merry christmas to you happy holidays thanks for the listen and we shall see you next week for the last episode of the year <laughs> interjection from future mike um it is not the last episode of the year next week um this is actually the last episode of the year whoops we thought next week was New Year's Eve, but next week is New Year's Day. It is New Year's Day. But thanks for a fantastic year, folks, if you listen to us this year. Um, and if you're going to plan on continuing to listen to us in the in the new year, we appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, Happy New Year. Yes. Thank you all. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much to our first ever guest of Mike's Monday Jams, Miss Allison Coons. Thank well, you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. This was delightful. And Merry Christmas, everyone. Yes. Merry Christmas. Christmas. We'll see you next week, folks. Thanks. Bye. Bye.